coming up on The Potter's Touch. I want to talk from the subject, get out of Gethsemane. And when the Lord said, get out of Gethsemane, he's talking to you. You have been in the place of pressing and pressure and indecisiveness. You have been in the place of fitting to, getting ready to, I'm about to, for 20 years. Shout out, get out of Gethsemane. Yeah. Say it again. Welcome to the Potter's Touch. I'm so excited to have the opportunity to share the word of the Lord with you. I believe that God is going to speak a word to you today that is absolutely life-changing. The message, I love this message. Get out of Gethsemane. It is powerful, it's refreshing, and it's important. Get your Bibles, go to Mark 14, 32 through 42, and there you will find the word of God. Take a look. We're going from the wilderness, we're going into the garden. The garden, the garden. The garden is a place where you have passed the temptation from the enemy, but now you are in your own way. No devils, no demons, no witches, no hexes, no curses, no satanic attack. It is in the garden where you fight you. In the garden is the place where Jesus now comes to fight himself. I love this text, I've never seen it this way. Father, if it be thy will, pass this bitter cup from me. This is a place for all the people who wouldn't listen at anybody who told you how to get there because you thought you could do it your way and get there. You rejected all systems, all structures, all policies and procedures, you were gonna get there another way. And you didn't. And you lost time being stubborn because you think you have some special visa that means you can get what you want from God some other way that it won't cost what it costs. That you can have it in your convenience and in your comfort and that you won't have to sweat like others sweat or go through what others had to go through. Pass this bitter cup. I want the, I, I, I want the calling but not the cup. I, I, I want it, I want it, I want it, but I don't want to go through anything. I don't want to suffer. I don't want to endure anything. I don't want to sacrifice. I don't want to have to work over. I don't want to have to roll up my sleeve. I don't want to have to grunt and grind. I want it. I, I do want it, don't get me wrong. I absolutely do want it, but I want it my way. God said, this ain't Burger King. 
This is not Burger King. You don't get to have my promise your way. You don't get, oh, you don't, oh, do you hear what I'm saying? You don't get to have my promise your way. And your stubbornness has delayed your life. If you would have done what I told you to do, when I told you to do it, you would have already been there. But you spent years out of your life trying to find another way around doing what you gotta do. Baby, you gotta do what you gotta do. You want a great marriage. You've prayed for it. But you don't wanna sacrifice your own habits to get it. I want the calling. I don't want the cup. I want the end results. I don't want the process. I want to get there. And you've got all kind of dreams of what it's going to be like when you get there. But you've got no commitment to the process of what it takes to get there. Gethsemane. Father, is there another way that I can get what you promised me without going through what you're showing me. In the text, in, in the text that I read before you, there are supporters. There are three different supporters. At one point in the text, if you look at the text, it says that he left the crowd of them behind and took Peter, James, and John and went a little further. I want to give you three different types of supporters. One of them is the distant supporters. The people you left behind who are with you, but not with you. <laughs> they are distant supporters. In order to be successful, you will need distant supporters. It doesn't mean that they're bad because they're distant. It just meant that they were not meant to go all the way in with you. Everybody should have distant supporters. They don't go all the way into the apex of your destiny. They do not epitomize what is going to happen in your life. They do not validate who you are by their presence, but they are in the shadows rooting for you. I wouldn't be here if I didn't have distant supporters. People who helped me, but they didn't go to my church. People who were praying for me, but they weren't in the room. Distant supporters are important. And if you are going to be a great man or woman of God, be sure that you maintain distant supporters. Understand that you cannot be petty enough to think that if I am not up close, I am not there. I am a distant supporter. You must have them without staying with them. Come on with me, come on, come on. I'm headed somewhere, I'm headed somewhere. Give me 10 minutes, I'll get right there. You, you, you have to understand that they don't have what it takes to go all the way. If you stay with them, you will make the mistake that Adam made with Eve. When Eve was the partaker of the forbidden fruit, Adam said, well, bye honey, I love you. I'm praying for you, God help you. But he chose to stay with the dysfunctional. You'd be surprised what people will do for company. 
The distance supporters are the people who are with you, but you had to go on a little further. Put your, I don't know what this means, but church people do it all the time. Put your finger up and your head down and say, I got to go further. That means I'm moving into the next dimension because I cannot stay in Gethsemane. He goes on a little further. He got Peter, James, and John, and he puts them all together and says, pray for me. Pray for me. This is the inner circle. These are not distant. These are not distant at all. These, these are designated supporters. So I left the distant ones over there. The designated supporters are the hand-picked people that you can bring a little closer. Designated supporters are closer than distant supporters. They get to see more than other people saw. They get to know more than other people knew. They have been designated. They have been handpicked. They have been selected. They don't wander into your inner circle. They are called into your inner circle. Stop letting people slip up on you. Stop letting people slip up on you. In order to get that close, you have to be designated. You don't come into the presence of a king till the scepter is extended. Some of you have lost all control of your life because you have left your doors open and anybody can come in and out at will. And now you got distant people in designated places. The designated followers, you can let them in on the real prayer need. This is what I really need prayer for. This is what I'm really going through. This is what's really happening to me. This is what's really going on in my life right now. I need you to pray with me. He says, and then the final thing that he teaches us is that you go from the distant to the designated, but ultimately you have to go to the divine. In the presence of the divine, he finds healing that he could not find even in the designated or the distant people who followed him. He went into the divine presence of God. Some of you don't know how to go into the divine presence of God. I noticed when we were in the worship service, you looked so uncomfortable because you are uncomfortable with your God. Isn't it funny how we can be comfortable with our sin and uncomfortable with our God. Whatever you like to do when you do it, you're not uncomfortable when you do it, but when you get in the presence of your God, you don't even know how to talk to him. You don't even know how to open up to him. Jesus goes on a little further and he goes in to pray and he's now in the presence of the divine. This is the state, because see, if he does not get out of the garden, he cannot fulfill his destiny. And the problem with some of you is that you have been in the garden for 20 years. You have been in the place, the garden is the place of pressing. You have been in the place of pressing and pressure and indecisiveness. You have been in the place of fitting to, getting ready to, I'm about to, for 20 years. You've been on the verge of thinking about it. One day I will for 20 years, 20 years. Slap somebody and say, get out of the Gethsemane!
Jesus shows me something. Jesus shows me something. Watch this. Watch this. This is good. Because Jesus goes into the presence of the Father. And then he comes back to the designated. He goes from the divine to the designated. And says, won't you watch with me one hour? And then he goes back to the divine. And he prays again. And he goes back to the designated. Are you asleep again? See, that's what happens when you're in Gethsemane. You keep trying to go from the divine to the designated. From the divine to the designated. From the divine to the designated. Trying to, trying to solve the conflict in your own head. But finally, he gets so lost in the divine. You know you're lost when his will becomes your will. You know you're lost when you stop trying to have it your way. You know you're lost in his presence when you've lost sight of your personal opinion and all of a sudden you're saying to yourself, not my will. It will bring you to another level in your church, in your ministry. You have gone as far as you can go on what you're in right now. Something has got to shift. It was life-changing. I came there looking for something from God, and I found it. When you got two different visions, you have division. All disappointment is controlled by expectation. What I have learned in here I can take back and incorporate it in my church. God is going to bring something out of the silence of your life that's going to break every yoke, every chain, and every fetter. Touch your neighbor and say, get ready for a shift. This is a place where leaders get reloaded, rejuvenated, refocused. You need to be here. It's so inspirational. Make plans to take your leadership to the next level by registering at pastorsandleaders.org. We can't wait to see what God has in store for you in 2018. If you're going with me, you got to come on because I'm leaving Gethsemane. I'm, I'm leaving Gethsemane. I'm leaving the place of excuses. I'm leaving the place of procrastination. I'm leaving the place of frustration. I'm, I'm going on. I'm going on. Gethsemane, as many of you know, literally means the place of pressing. It is the place where the oil is excreted from the olive. It is the place where the olive comes in one way and goes out another. When I went in, I needed all of y'all. <laughs> but when he got through pressing me, came forth. Pure oil. Oil is energy. Oil is energy. Oil is light. Oil is fruit. Oil is heat. Olive oil is that part of the oil that survived, of the olive that survived the crush. 
God said, I'm going to do it with what's left of you. I'm going to do it with what's left of you. I crushed what you were impressed with. Just because you was impressed with it doesn't mean I was impressed with it. I'm going to take what's left of you and get the glory out of your life. Who am I preaching to? The Lord sent me to say to you, get out of Gethsemane. It means I'm going to ebonize it. Get out of your own head. Stop rethinking the same stuff over. Stop wrestling with coulda, woulda, and shoulda. Get out of Gethsemane means you need to understand it costs what it costs and it's not going on sale. You got to do what you got to do. And there is no escaping it, and there is no out clause, and there are no coupons, and there's no discount Fridays. It costs what it costs. For what I'm going to do in your life, you might as well buckle up your seatbelts and get yourself ready, because it costs what it costs. I don't know who that's for. I don't even know what God is talking to you about. But whoever that's for, God just sent you a direct message. He doesn't want to argue about it anymore. He doesn't want to hear you crying about it anymore. He doesn't want you bringing up alternative ways anymore. Get out of Gethsemane. Go ahead. Jesus says, come on, boys. Let's hurry out of Gethsemane. My betrayer cometh. Wow. What amazes me about Jesus is that he never lost awareness of where he was and what was happening. He says, I don't have time to struggle with this anymore. Destiny. is on its way. You know you got faith when you can say, hurry up, Judas. Hurry, hurry up, Judas. He said, well, come on, we got to go. We can't be late. I got to get out of Gethsemane because Judas is coming. He literally tells Judas at the table, what thou doest, do it quickly. Hurry up, Judas. The only way you can say hurry up, Judas, is that you know that what Judas will do will not stop your destiny. Who am I preaching to? Jesus. 
If you can receive this word today, you will break the, the pattern, the circle that, you, that has had you going around and around for a long time. You're like the children of Israel. You're wandering in the wilderness for 40 years and it should have taken a few days. Stand on your feet. I got something to tell you. This is really important. Asha, glory. Whew. What you have been wrestling with for months and years should have been over long time ago. It is not Satan holding you captive. It is your relentless commitment to your own opinion. And when the Lord said, get out of Gethsemane, he's talking to you. I don't know what your Gethsemane is, but he's talking to you. You've been like Dorothy. You've been running all the walls, talking to the tin man and the straw man and the lion, looking for courage and smartness, looking for, looking for all the things you thought you didn't have. You're trying to get back to yourself. So you went to see the wizard. Hey, Dorothy, you could have been home a long time ago. You have the power within yourself. You can get back home whenever you want to. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You want change? You got up this morning because you want change. You brought yourself out to church because you want change. This is not a golf club. This is not the country club, and you are not on your job. You did not have to be here. You came here because you want change. You could have been home. Oh, God, help me. Help me to pierce the darkness. You could have been there. Get out of your head. Going around and around and around. Back and forth to the tin man and the straw man and the lion and the tin man and the straw man. Is, Stop! There 
is no other way. There's no way around it. There's no other place to go. There's nothing else to do. There is no way out. 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 You could have been straight. You could have been whole. You could have been healed. You could have been loose right now. You could have been there. You could have been there. What you've been looking for in all them people, it was already in you. Today I break that yoke over your life and set you free in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and open your mouth. Worship is in this place. I'm sorry I'm out of time. I've got to close there, but it's been a joy to share that word with you. I pray God would bless you and strengthen you and overshadow you with the power of the Holy Spirit. Most of all, that you would get out of Gethsemane. I want to remind you, the International Pastors and Leadership Conference is right up on us. April 17th through the 21st, everybody's talking about it. We're hearing from people from all over the world. If there is any way in the world that you can come and see behind the scenes and be right here on the facilities and get a deeper understanding into 21st century ministry, this one's going to be radical. It's going to be fresh. We've made a lot of changes. It's got your name on it, pastorsandleaders.org. I'm looking for you. God wants to change your trajectory and take you in a new direction. Move from the graveyard to grace. The enemy will send a letter to your old address looking for you to be in the grave, but God has given you such a grace you can't even explain why you're not upset. For your gift to the ministry of any size, you will receive Bishop Jake's life-affirming four-message set, Graves to Grace, on CD. Everything you need is already done. You're not going to have to wait for it. By the time they bring it to you, you already have it. And when your gift is $70, or more, you will receive Graves to Grace on four CDs, the Framed by Faith DVD, and the My Miracle Journal. You go from the distant to the designated, but ultimately you have to go to the divine. And when your gift is $125 or more, we will add this new King James Version compact large print reference Bible, perfect to take anywhere so you are never without the Word. I set before you life and death too. Let God's grace propel you higher than you've ever thought possible today. What sets you apart from all the other churches in your city? If you can't answer me, I found your problem already. Success is when I see externally what I saw internally. When God lets you see something on the inside, if you're willing to work at it, whatever you saw, if you can see the invisible, you can do the impossible. Bishop Jakes, I love you and I appreciate you for pouring into us and being the constant mentor for people that sometimes he has never even met. Thank you for thinking about people like us, whether we're big or small, and just having the desire to teach us and make us better. Thank you for trusting God. Trusting God and pushing forward. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you is all I can say.
Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter's Touch.